something. Yeah, maybe it is fair sleep. I love it because it, it rings so true with my experience of knowing God. My experience of knowing God is that I think I was depressed. I was definitely in debt. <laughs> I was definitely discouraged. And God gave me hope and healing. He added me to a family and I found hope and I found healing. We saw a mighty army, didn't we, as they gathered to David in Adullam's cave. Discouraged, depressed people became a mighty army. I believe that's going to be us. I believe that whether people join us from other churches or whether they come to faith, that they're going to come to us and they will find a fellowship and a family where they will find hope and healing where the power of God will be at work among us in our lives, not just in a showy way, but in a real heart-transforming, life-changing way. It's what I'm praying for, for us. The second reason I love that prophetic word is because it is so thoroughly biblical. It really leads us towards God's heart for us, his church, uh, and for our hearts for one another. Speaking of us being a community where the depressed, the indebted and the discouraged can come and find hope and healing, it leads us to who we're supposed to be. It leads us to live in a way towards one another where we really do love one another well. We really are considerate, compassionate, not judgmental, and yet speaking truth in love when it's necessary. I really love it. The second prophetic word uh, is much shorter. I'll find the full transcript one day and share it with you. It's just that we will be a multicoloured baby. We will be a multicoloured baby. I love this uh, prophetic word over us. I think, again, it is so thoroughly biblical. You know, Jesus is calling a people to himself from every tribe and people and nation and tongue. You know, there is to be no more Jew and Gentile and male and female and uh, what else have I not said? Anyway, but we will all be one in Christ. You know, the thing that the thing that unites us, that we are in Christ, trumps all of those other things that might stand as an obstacle to us being one. The church needs a church like that. The world needs a church like that. Now I want to share with you guys, because I absolutely love you. I hope you know that. I absolutely love you. I'm so thankful that I get to play the role I play in our fellowship. I love you. But you know what? We are, we are not doing as well as I believe God would have us do in this area. And I want to tell you about the church that I grew up in. You know that uh, I, I grew up in Batsea. This is probably the hundredth time I've told you this. The church that I grew up in was so special. It was on the edge of a council estate. And so on one side of the road, you've literally got depraved community, high-rise blocks of flats. And on the other side of the road, literally the other side of the road, you've got the Battersea Park, Parkside Mansions. And I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, so this was pre the kind of big church brands, you know, big central city churches that just suck human resources out of local churches and they gather in thousands to see light displays and really slick worship. This church that I grew up in had doctors worshipping alongside long-term unemployed people. It had rich, poor, black, white, young, old. It had single-parent families, traditional nuclear families, everyone living and worshipping together together 
not just by way of lip service on a Sunday morning, but actually in one another's homes, bearing one another's burdens, caring for one another, even though there were so many differences within this church. You know, I've never seen anything like it since. I, I want that for us. I want that for us. Now, I'm not, I'm not beating us up. <laughs> I know this desire is in us. I know this desire is in us. This prophetic word has been over us for a number of years. This desire is in us. We've still got a long way to go in it. We see how deep the rift is in the world with George Floyd and so on. We see how deep the rift is in the world. I don't think we've really accepted that that rift exists in us and that we really do need to make efforts to overcome those unconscious things so that we can truly love and appreciate one another really well. As I say, I think the church needs a church like that. I think the world needs a church like that. We're going to be beacons of hope to the world. But when the world says, we still can't figure it out. It's been ten years since George Floyd. We're still having these issues. We're still talking about racism in football. We're still talking about this. We can't seem to get anywhere. The church is going to be there saying, we can do it. We've been doing it for years, and this is how you do it. It's because Jesus died for us so that we could be one. So that we could be restored to relationship with him, and so that we could be restored to relationship with one another. So that the thing that unites us is so much more important to each of us than the things that separate us. That we truly do mourn with those who mourn, and we rejoice with those who rejoice. I really want that for us. I really... I really want, I do want to finish, but I want to share one thing. Um, I've undenied about this, but I think I've always been a heart-on-the-sleeve person, so I'll be on the heart-on-the-sleeve heart person again today. I've been really discouraged in my first two years in pastoral ministry. I, I think I've had a shocking introduction to pastoral ministry, and, and it has been bruising and discouraging. I think... The toll of 2020 only really hit me in the autumn term of 2021. And I'm getting help, I've got lots of friends, and I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling really hopeful for the future. But even when I take out the mistakes that I've made from the equation, I think it's been a shocking introduction to pastoral ministry. I thank God that I haven't walked away because it has been so discouraging. And I just want to say to you, please, I need your help and your support and your encouragement. I, um, I haven't shared this with you yet because there wasn't an opportunity, it wasn't right to do it at the carol service, but I need to let you know that the tension that existed between Joseph and the rest of the eldership team at Beulah Family Church hasn't been able to uh, be overcome. And they have taken the decision now as a church to, uh, to, to release Joseph and Forestdale Family Church to become an independent church, uh, independent of Beulah Family Church. And I'm so sad. They were very honest as well, the difference of ministry of philosophy, difference of goals.
but it hasn't worked. They haven't managed to make it work. So a year ago, we had the revelation of my uh, failure with jazz to uh, make that relationship work. And, and here we have another transition that hasn't worked. Do you know, I'm one of three church leaders in the entire borough of Croydon. As far as I know, I might be wrong. As far as I know, I'm one of three church leaders in the borough of Croydon, 400,000 people who are under the age of 40. I'm only aware of two others under the age of 50. So in a borough of 400,000 people with the highest proportion of under 18 year olds in any London borough, there are only five church leaders in the 250 churches in Croydon that I know about who are under 50. Now I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, I don't think that sets us up for a future of flourishing. And because I want to succeed, and because I want us to succeed, and because I want the church in Croydon to succeed, relatively young men like me really need support and encouragement. Joseph needs support and encouragement. Dave Bryars, who is another one in New Addington, who we have helped release to start Castle Hill in New Addington, he needs support and encouragement. Tom Thompson, who leads Croydon Vineyard, needs support and encouragement. And Mark, whose surname I don't know, who leads uh, Redeemer Croydon, he needs support and encouragement. Because I want to be fruitful and effective for years. I don't know what God's call on my life is going to be. I may, be, I may serve you for 20 years, or God may call me somewhere else. But I want to be fruitful, and I want you to be fruitful. I want us to be fruitful. I need you to know, because this first two years has been really hard, I need your support, I need your encouragement, I need your help. I really do. And I know that I am frustrating at times. I know that I'm not the most productive of people. Do you know what I do do? I do pray. I really genuinely do pray for us. I try to do all of this stuff too. The trustees know how, how much I have hated having to sort out a business. <laughs> hated it. Not my gifting at all, but I've had to grasp it. We're going to have a family meeting as soon as we can get a date in and we've got uh, information to share with you. Do you know, I, 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 I am so certain of God's call on my life and to leadership. And do you know, I know I've made mistakes. I know I will learn from them. I know I will grow. And do you know, I don't think I'm more prone to making mistakes than many of you were when you were my age do you know, I think some of you might have forgotten how many mistakes you made when you were my age. <laughs> I think that might be happening. <laughs> and I want to let you know, we are going to be okay. We are going to be okay. Um, but I don't know, I, don't, I, want, to, I want to end on a, on a high, because I remember I've done quite a few New Year's messages, and I think one of them, we were preaching through Mark, and I decided to preach from the passage uh, that we had landed on anyway, rather than to do a specific New Year's message. And so I told you that you were all dogs. I don't know if you remember that message. We were preaching through Mark. It was where the Gentile mother was begging Jesus that he would heal her daughter. And he was like, nope. And then she was like, but it, it's, you know, but even dogs eat scraps that fall off of the children's table. And I said that we were all dogs. <laughs> but that now we've been given robes and rings and crowns and we've been made children of God. Listen, we are going to be fine. 
we are going to be fine because Jesus is faithful. As, as, as Luca prayed earlier, he has determined that he will build his church. He has determined that his will will be done through us. And so I want to ask you, if you are looking around and watching what's going to happen in a kind of arms crossed, you know, we'll see what happens, please roll your sleeves up and get stuck in. Please roll your sleeves up and get stuck in. If your sleeves are rolled up and you're getting stuck in, but you're still looking around, not quite sure how long you're going to last or what's going to happen, please remember where Jesus is. Seated at the right hand of the Father, praying for us, committed to us, committed to making us fruitful and effective for the long term. Now, we've been going for 40 years. God is not going to give up on us because we've seen 40 people go. God is not going to give up on us because once we had a staff team of 16, now we have a staff team of three. We, we are doing well. Before Omicron came along, I'm so encouraged to see all of you this morning. We really were expecting just a handful of people. Before Omicron came on, we were, we were, numbers were building. We had about 90 people here for a few weeks. We have visitors joining us. Will they find in us a community where they will find hope and healing? Or will they find people who want to come and go, consume a service, and so on? Now listen, that's fine. There will always be people like that among us, and we want to invite them into deeper relationship. Some people are hurting, and the idea of investing in another fellowship is really painful not one that is very attractive. Will we be gentle? Will we be like Jesus who, you know, won't snub out a smouldering wick? Who won't break a bruised reed? Will we be gentle? Will we be loving? Will we be welcoming? I am going to end there. Can I pray? Neil, can we pray for you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know about everyone here, but...